This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, welcome to episode 81 of the How She Did That podcast. One of the most pivotal moments in your business is making the transition from seeking work from anyone who will pay you to being in a position where your dream clients are actually coming to you. Can you say goals? Because it's definitely one that most of us share. An important thing that we all must learn eventually is that we should never feel like we have to say yes to every single client that comes out of the woodwork. It just doesn't serve our best interests and it doesn't necessarily serve theirs either. That's why women like Michelle Vroom exist. Michelle is a marketing coach who helps women solopreneurs not only hit their six-figure mark, but do it while attracting their dream clients. She strongly believes that there is no cookie-cutter way to market yourself in order to sign your dream clients. On top of that, she does it all while being a mother of two young boys, talking about being busy and living the dream. So let's go ask Michelle how she markets to her dream clients with limited time. Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Tasha. I'm so excited. Me too. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. My name is Michelle Broom, and I've been in business for almost four years now. I have to keep reminding myself like, <laughs> some time. Um, and I am a marketing coach. So I help female solopreneurs and service-based businesses. I help them grow and scale to six figures and beyond simply by attracting dream clients, not just any client, the ones who want to work with you and who are ready to invest with you. I love that. I feel like a lot of times when I first start uh, working with VAs and OBMs and everything and they're building their business, they're just like, my dream client is anybody who will pay me. (laughs) I'm always like, that will change. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did a live recently in my group about like why you shouldn't take on every client, even if they're going to pay you. Yes. I love that. Yes. Some of those people. Yeah. It's a learning process. (laughs) It definitely is. So I love that we're talking specifically about marketing uh, when you have limited amounts of time, because a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast, they're either moms that have kids and are busy at home with their kids while, while working and building their business, or they're still in their nine to five, or, you know, we've all got other things going on in our lives. And I know that for a lot of us marketing, our own businesses take a back burner to everything else in our business, right? So we always put our clients needs in front of our own, which sounds like a good idea until you lose your pipeline of, you know, potential clients. And then you're like, Oh crap, what did I do? (laughs) Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get the limited time thing. I've got two crazy little boys at home, four and two and a half. 
and I got a third baby on the way in May. So like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, when I started my business, my oldest son was six months old. So like talk about limited time, right? And it's only yeah. got more limited, Yeah. <laughs> you know, new, new human beings to the family. So I totally can relate to everything that I'm sure your, your listeners are talking. About. Yeah, definitely. And I know also that marketing can feel overwhelming because every guru on the planet is telling you like, this is the way, no, this is the way, no, you should oh. be doing this. Right. Oh. Yeah. So how do we even start developing our marketing plan? Let's, let's start from like, okay, we have our business doors are open. Maybe we've got a couple clients, but now we're like, okay, I want to keep the pipeline going. What do we do first? Totally. Um, yeah, I completely agree that it's overwhelming, but that's the world we live in where it's like just information pelting us. What I want your listeners to know before I dive into this is that you have control over the information you consume. You have control over the information that you receive like check yourself. Like, are mm-hmm. you subscribing to every single thing? Are you watching every single video? Are you in constant learning mode? Because if so, you are going to need to set some boundaries to turn off the noise, to unfollow people who might be triggering certain feelings in you, right? Like that stuff needs to happen in order for any marketing strategy to be effective. So I felt like that was a good thing to, to start off, off with. When you start your business. And even if you've gotten clients, like typically people start their business and they kind of just take on any client that they can. And then they find themselves at a certain point where they've made some money in their business, but it's like, Oh, I don't really love everybody I'm working with. Or Mm -hmm. I've got these clients that I'm practically working for free for. And how do I shift things? Right. So I think it comes, you know, in, in either stage. Um, the first thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself who actually is my dream client. And here's the hard part. We want to help everybody. That's Mm -hmm. why we entrepreneurs are like bleeding hearts. We got into (laughs) this because we want to help everybody, but we can't. And by trying to help everybody, you're actually not helping the people who need your help the most. I love that. So, um, yeah, so you need to identify, and this is what I, I do kind of first and foremost with all of my clients is who actually needs my services the most and who can benefit from them the most. You might be inclined to say everybody, but here's the honest truth. And I had to learn this the hard way. Not everybody is committed to getting results. Mm -hmm. Like I serve business owners. I have had clients who don't care about their business. It sounds Mm -hmm. crazy. I can't even understand it, but they don't care about their business and they're not committed. So I can't help them the way that I can help somebody else who has a greater sense of urgency to make this work, who wants it bad enough, right? Like, I can help you with everything related to marketing, but I can't want your business to succeed more than you do. Right. I think it's important to understand that even within your target audience, right? Like you may know who your target audience is, but even within that, there's a small subset of people who are going to get the best results from working with you, with what you bring to the table. Not like you needing to go out and get more information or learn another skill, like with your skills right now. And so you've got to figure out who those people are because everything else you do from a marketing perspective builds on that. I love that. So the first thing is definitely we need to figure out who our dream clients are. And then once we have kind of a sense of that, and I tell people all the time, like that's going to change as your business evolves, it'll right? Evolve. It'll, like it'll totally like evolve with that. You'll be yes. like, oh, I actually really like working with this group of people. I don't like, you'll, you'll shift. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You want to be as specific as possible from the beginning because then it's easier to shift, right? Yeah. Like, 
small, it's subtle shifts along the way instead of like massive changes. Yeah. And it's also easier to craft your message, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second, yep. but yeah. That's next. <laughs> so after we figure out our dream clients and what do we do next? <laughs> you got to figure out your messaging, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you attract them? You attract them through words, right? Through words and visuals, but copy messaging, that's incredibly important. And I know that it can be tempting to just like kind of throw something together and get out there. But having a really solid message that speaks directly to your audience and describes who they are. Like I literally, every single thing I put out in my life, in my Facebook group where I'm talking about like who I work with, I describe them to a T. Mm-hmm. I rattle off a whole set of characteristics. And until I started doing that, I struggled to find the right clients or enough of the right clients, I should say. Once I started describing who they are and my messaging was so dialed in, that's when I had people reaching out to me and saying, how do I work with you? I get messages every day like that. Mm -hmm. That was not always the case, right? And so simple messaging, like I think we make things so complicated because we think, well, I need an elaborate funnel or I need all the pretty objects and that stuff can help, right? But if you don't have the right messages, you're not going to get the right results. So making sure that your messages are strong, that they use the words that your audience would use because it's about them, not about you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that one of the things that I teach is like as you're starting to build your business, to get on calls with people who yep. may be the potential, yeah, for the market research part, because you can grab the languaging that they are saying yeah. and basically copy it right back to them in your messaging, yeah. right? And that's yeah. actually the next step that I would say after messaging is market research. Like yeah. making sure you know who your audience and what you're offering them, that you know what messaging you're using to a certain point, mm-hmm. but then that you do some market research, you get on some calls, some conversations, you ask them about their challenges, ask them about what they want most and pull the words that they say, literally word for word, take the words right out of their mouth. Right? Yeah. And that's huge because that gives you in so much more insight into what they need and what they want, because we think we know, but we usually don't know mm-hmm. as well as we could. Yeah. So I think when, when a lot of people think about marketing, they think about social media marketing only, right? I think that there is such an opportunity in so many other places. Can we talk about where like other opportunities to market other than social media? Because I get so many people saying like, I hate social media. I don't even use Facebook for myself. I totally get it. I am not one of those people. I'm addicted to social media, (laughs) but I totally get if if it doesn't feel good for you, you know, you're not going to want to put in the effort to do it. So where else, what else can we do that may feel better? The first thing I will say, because I am a very like to the point kind of tough love person. So I'm going to give your listeners a little bit of tough love. (laughs) If you say you hate social media, but that's the place that your audience is hanging out. And by the way, you can ask them in the market research where they're hanging out. You need to check out what's going on in your own mindset. Yeah. Yeah. If your audience tells you that they're on Facebook and you're like, well, I don't want to use it. Tough. (laughs) I just want to say that, but you're absolutely right. With that being said, there are so many other ways to market yourself that a lot of people forget. Number one, your own backyard. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you're new and you are getting yourself out there, like you better be out there in your own community. That's what I call low hanging fruit, (laughs) meaning like there's so much opportunity there, right? That you can just kind of grab. And so what does that look like? For me, it looked like joining my local chamber of commerce and attending some networking events and really getting to know people in the community. It meant kind of reaching out to like people who I I knew in business in the community and asking them for referrals or asking them to connect me with, you know, people who fit, who fit the description of my dream client. 
for the introverts, I can almost hear you guys like, ah, I don't want to talk to people. But, you know, I think when it's face to face, there's just so much power there. So I would really look at, you don't have to be, a, you don't have to attend every single networking event, by the way, like that's not productive either, but, um, and we're talking about limited time, right? right. But like pick. So for me, when I started with my local chamber there, they have all kinds of events, right? And so I actually talked to the membership person and I said, you know, this is who I'm really looking to connect with. Like, what guidance do you have? And she led me to a women's group because Mm -hmm. I work with all women Mm -hmm. and I'm still part of it today. I just went to a meeting yesterday and I've gotten a couple of clients from there. So going all in on like one particular area and one particular networking group where you know your people are can be really, really effective Mm -hmm. and helps you manage time. So you're not just like constantly going to events that really don't make sense, you know? Yeah. I've yeah. been in networking events where I'm like, why did I go? There's like, that's annoying, you know, I had to put yeah. on a, a, a dress or, you know, <laughs> why did I do that? Um, so I think that's important. I think um, the other thing, I mean, I'll put my like public relations hat on for a second because I also have a background in, in PR, like reaching out to like local papers. So mm-hmm. one of my local papers does a small business spotlight. So I got featured in it. Didn't cost me a single thing. It got some great traction to my website getting featured in like different local publications could also be really powerful in helping your clients that are in your own backyard, see you and have visibility um, to what you're doing, putting out content. Like, yes, this, this lives online, but putting out content via like a blog or your website or something so that it starts getting picked up um, Mm -hmm. over Google and Google searches. Again, like you want to base this on where your clients are spending their time online and off. Right. I think it has to be both because let's not deny that the world we live in is digital. And so it's very unlikely that your audience is not on social, but it doesn't mean that that's the only place you have to be. Like I started out kind of doing a lot of local networking and then I went all in on my Facebook group, which has now at this point gets me like 95% of my clients. So then I have a Facebook group, I have local networking, and then I added a podcast. So I add things as I like scale and grow, right? I go all in on one place so that I'm not overwhelmed and it saves me time. And then once I feel like that's working, I add. And that would be another piece of advice that I would give your listeners. No matter where you're showing up, don't try to do too much. Yeah. Don't be in too many places because you don't have to be. Yeah. I love that. I'm so glad that you said about the adding and stacking piece, because I think like a lot of times we'll go in and we'll be like, okay, I'm going to try these 15 strategies and these 15 Facebook groups. And then we get overwhelmed and we don't do a great job anywhere. And then we're like, oh, that didn't work. And it's not necessarily that the strategy didn't work. It's how you approach the strategy. Right. Mm -hmm. So especially when, when we're, and we're going to get back to like, okay, how do we do all of this with limited time? But I'm sure like one of the ways you do it with limited time is go all in on one or two things in one or two places instead of everywhere. Right. Yeah. I built a six figure business just from my Facebook group and offline networking. That's fantastic. I have, yeah, I repurpose content on Instagram, but I'm barely on it. I'm not on LinkedIn. I'm not Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Yeah. You don't have to be to do that. And that's, yeah, that's the huge thing. Like you, you don't have to for any of them, like figure out what works for you and where your clients are. Like, like you keep saying where your clients are. So how do we do, how do we do the marketing thing with like a limited amount of time? Let's say I know that, you know, on Fridays from two to four is my time or whatever, whenever the the window of time is for, you know, who's listening right now, how do we do that and make it worth our time and worth our efforts? Right. Um, The first thing again, like start small, right? Think about how can I get 
exposure to my ideal client right now, and then make that the priority. Mm -hmm. What I find is that a lot of people, if you were to look at their schedule, it would be a lot of behind the scenes type stuff and not enough visibility type stuff. And so they feel like they don't have enough time, but it's actually because they're not spending their time on the right things. Mm. So right now, like if you want to go out and get clients, you don't need to be updating your website. (laughs) You don't need to be creating fancy graphics. You need to be talking to people. Yeah. I feel like you and I should become best friends because (laughs) I say this specifically to the women of Booked and Balanced all the time. They're like, okay, so I think I'm going to do this new service and update my website. And I'm like, you updated your website last month. Like, is updating your website going to bring you more clients? No. (laughs) I just challenged a client on this yesterday. Um, Again, my style is like encouraging, but tough love. So I'm Mm going to challenge you. And (laughs) we had talked about her making it a priority to grow her Facebook group so that she could have an audience of her own. And then when she was telling me what she wanted to find time for, or what she wanted to, I think, spend like our call on or have me do, it was like, well, I want you to go through my site and help me figure out what updates to make. And I was like, why do you need to do that right now? You know, like I even said it like that, but like, you don't have to be doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's just like lack of knowledge about what to do. I think it's fear, put off the things that scare us the most, but oftentimes in marketing, those are the things that we need to be doing the most of. Yeah. And it's okay that it feels uncomfortable at first, right? That putting ourselves out there. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, if I like waited till I felt comfortable to do things, I wouldn't even be sitting here right now talking to you. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't have made six figures last year. Yeah. I've had to, you constantly have to be uncomfortable. I love that. So can you tell us what is one thing that our audience can do this week today, right now, (laughs) in order to make one step forward in what they're doing with their marketing plan or even creating their marketing plan from scratch? Go where your clients are. Mm -hmm. So where are they? If they're in other Facebook groups, go pop in some groups, answer some questions, offer some help. If they are in your local chamber, go online, look at the chamber's website. What events are they having that are coming up either this week or next week or this month? Put it in your calendar, attend. Mm -hmm. If you want a referral. If you know somebody who's connected to your audience, reach out, send them an email, offer to like buy them a cup of coffee and talk to them about what you need. Um, if you want more visibility just in general about like your business and, and connect with people who again, could be clients or could prefer people your way, post on, on your personal profile and mm-hmm. say, Hey, like in case you haven't heard, this is what I do. Right. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's really truly is like the simple steps that maybe seem like they're too easy or too good to be true, but people don't know what you're doing until you tell them about it. Right. Love that. And where can we find you online? Where do you hang out? (laughs) So my, as I referenced, I have a Facebook group of nearly 2000 women. So if you are looking for clients, chances are good that (laughs) I'd be in that group. 2000 women who are just, it's amazing community of women. I share all kinds of resources to help you figure this stuff out. I actually have a dream client challenge that I ran a few months ago. The videos are still live in the group. You can check them all out and that will help you determine some of the things that we talked about today. Like who is your dream client? What messaging, where to find them? 
Um, that's a great starting place for people. And again, all the videos are right there in my group, like ready for you to watch. Mm-hmm. So my Facebook group is market like a boss, um, female entrepreneurs finding dream clients. But if you search market like a boss, it will come up. And um, I would love to see you in there. I'd love to get to know you and just help point you in the right direction. Because I know that this stuff can feel really overwhelming. But I also know that it gets to be easy and fun. Mm-hmm. And I want that for, for all of your listeners. Perfect. And we will definitely link to that in the show notes. So if you guys cannot find the group on Facebook, definitely go to the show notes and uh, we'll have a button for that. So thank you so much, Michelle. This was an thank awesome you. conversation. So much fun. I'm happy to. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.